share this. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about something that the Lord has, has shown me. I don't know that it's going to be an exciting word, so to speak. It just is so real. And I think it, it's a, it's a nice, good challenge for us to get us to the next level. So I'm in second Kings chapter five. And if you, if you've never heard the story of Elisha and Naaman, the leper, Go to 2 Kings 5 and start with verse 1 and read through. And it talks about a powerful man. He was the captain of the king's army. His name was Naaman. He had actually been attributed for winning a victory, winning a battle. And so he was powerful. He was mighty. He was a captain. And he had leprosy. So one of his, I believe maybe his wife's servant or one of the servants said, Hey, there is a man of God named Elisha that you should go see to be healed and cured from this leprosy. And so, and I'm just paraphrasing. So Naaman took her advice and I'm going to go to verse nine. It says, so Naaman came, there's my sweet husband. Thank you, baby. <laughs> so Naaman, Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. So Naaman packed up. He was very powerful, rich for those days. Uh, he had a lot of material goods. He was highly honored. And so he packed up camels. He packed up like a caravan and went to see Elisha. So Naaman gets to Elisha's door, the prophet. It says, verse 9, So Naaman came with his horses, I said camels, but I guess it was horses. And with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. So Naaman, I'm, I know I'm going slow. I want to paint this picture. Naaman is at Elisha's door. Look what Elisha does. And Elisha sent a messenger unto Naaman saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and thy flesh, your flesh, shall come again to you, and you will be clean. So Naaman is at the door, and Elisha, I mean, how long did it take Naaman to get there? It was a journey, and Elisha doesn't go to the door. Elisha sends his servant. So what do you think Naaman, um, Naaman's response is? Verse 11, but Naaman was... Furious was wroth, King James Version says, and went away and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. So the title of this is Let God Be God. And here's why. Naaman went to the man of God with an expectation. The man of God did not meet Naaman's expectation, but the man of God followed God's direction. What was God wanting to do here? God had to get man out of the way because Naaman was looking to Elisha to be his miracle worker, and it was never God's intention for Elisha, the man of God, to get the credit that belongs to God. So 
this this can be kind of hard to teach as a pastor because I'm about to tell you, if you know me, I'm a pastor. My husband and I pastor. But I need to decrease so that God can increase. And we have to let God be God because sometimes you may come to the, the man of God in your life or the woman of God in your life and you think that the man of God should give you the certain attention that you're thinking that you deserve or the woman of God should give you the attention that you feel like your need deserves and maybe God gives the man or woman of God different direction than what you intended. So I'm saying let God be God because your pastor can't be God and your best friend can't be God. And the minister that you're trying to cling to maybe at times can't be God. And the most spiritual person in your life can't be God. So I would like, as we are on this journey, to continually better. I am not asking for a pass to not be your pastor. And I'm not trying to give you a pass for whoever your pastor is to not have to be your pastor. But what if God gives the man and woman of God in your life direction to send somebody else your way? And it's not, it's not what you thought. Like you thought that, that you were going to get your miracle a certain way. Naaman was so angry because Elisha did not respond to his request the way that Naaman thought that he would respond. He says, I thought in my mind that Elisha would surely come to me. I had no idea he would insult me and send his servant to me. And so Naaman's servants had to look at him and say, listen, listen to the prophet. If he had told you something hard to do, you would have done it. Try it out. And sure enough, Naaman said, okay, I have nothing to lose. Finally, he got over himself. He got over needing the man of God to be God. He had to get over that obstacle. Then he had to get over the obstacle of humbling himself and following direction that didn't look like he wanted it to look. If we will do this, if we will trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and, and not lean on our own understanding, that's, that's one of the first obstacles. Then we can let God be God. And then after that, we've got to recognize that God's not going to move like we want him to move. And we've got to accept that and let God be God. And then the other obstacle is we have to quit looking at people with an expectation because God is not interested in sharing his glory with people. God's not going to give me his glory. And there's times he's going to move me out of, of, of the way so he can be God because I can never be God. And then another obstacle is you got to lower your pride. You got to lower your pride. And maybe God might send a servant instead of who you thought you were going to get. Let God be God. Let him call the shots. Let him do it his way. And I want us, especially if you are a part of the church that my husband and I pastor, Turn your eyes on Jesus. Don't ever expect 
me and Jeremy, and don't ever expect your Cove Ladies Director Casey, and don't ever expect your children's pastor to be God. We can't. And there are times if 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 we get God's glory, He's going to remove us. He's going to get us out of the way. So let God be God, and let Him work however He wants. And let's turn our eyes to Him. And if you call to talk to um, one of the pastors, and they send Robin Watts your way, understand that is because God wants to operate through Robin Watts. And that's how we're going to let God be God. Does that make sense to everybody? Is it resonating? So let's pray. I'm going to leave my eyes open just because of what happened to Lexi um, last night with her phone going quiet and she didn't realize it. So Father, we humble ourselves before you. Forgive us for being like Naaman. Forgive us for the time that, that we took our need and, and we thought we were going to tell you how to meet our need. Forgive us for getting angry with you, God, when you haven't operated in our lives the way we thought you should have operated. Forgive us, God, for getting angry with men and women of God for not responding the way we thought they should respond. Maybe they responded like Elisha. And forgive us for being angry that our need didn't get the attention that we felt like it should get. Forgive us for trying to be God. Forgive us for looking to human strength to meet our needs. Forgive us for trusting in human strength. Forgive us for leaning on our own understanding. And I ask God that you would help us to mature in you. Help us to develop. Help us to grow and help us to trust you, Lord, and to let God be God and help us to lower ourselves. We humble ourselves and however you want to send our miracle, Father, we will take it. We will gladly receive it in Jesus name. Amen. So ladies, be stretched. Don't come to the men and women of God in your life with high expectations. Just let God be God and let him lead them as they give you direction. Um, it may look different, but your miracle could very well be hidden in something that looks so different than what your expectation was looking for. All right. I love you very much. May the Lord bless you, ladies. This is probably a good one to share. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.